Guys, it's episode 16. Like, there, we've been doing this for so long, it's 16 episodes, and I think that's so crazy. Um, But hey, guys, it's me, Sarah, and today we're going to be talking about social media this week. And that's the topic. It's been recommended a couple times, and I've been wanting to talk about it, but um, I've never actually ended up talking about it. So that's what we're talking about this week. And social media is such a huge and broad topic because I've grown up in this era of time where social media is so big. Um, But yeah, that's what we're talking about this week. My voice is going a little bit, but uh, so if it sounds like I'm straining, I am uh, just to let you know if you if you like notice, if you don't act like you didn't even know. Um, about it but anyways that's besides the point we're gonna be talking about social media and the effect that it has on my life and the effect that it has on the people around me um and just talk about it from my point of view and like uh about how I feel because I have a weird relationship with social media um because as an athlete like nowadays social media is a huge like opportunity for athletes and and not just athletes but like um, future entrepreneurs or, uh, like people that want to be entrepreneurs, like that's, it's a huge part of your image. And it started a long time ago. And to me, I feel like in history, it started with, um, like presidential elections. So when JFK started, I don't want to have like a history lesson, but to me, I think this is when like your image and social media became huge when JFK was running for president. Um, and Nixon, um, JFK was able to get that position because of his, um, his look and his image and the way he was just so perfect in in the media and on TV he just looked amazing like he was just perfect he looked like he had the perfect life the perfect family and that kind of was a start to um like your image and the way you looked and the way you presented yourself and the way your family looked it became a huge part of your um like your ability to sell yourself so like nowadays as an athlete that's a huge part of your brand and just your identity like social media is huge um coaches look at that a lot um within athletics that's kind of the first thing they do when they see you and they like you the way you play or whatever um, they go straight to your social media. They'll follow your social media and watch your social media to see if you're a good person. Like if your personality is good, if you're, you're, um, you're just like, like a good person to put on their platform. Because within athletics, and I feel like a lot of people say that, but say what I'm about to say, but within athletics is there's a lot of money within athletics. So if you're putting someone in your um program that isn't doesn't look the part or doesn't sell what you're trying to sell it you're wasting money so you just want to be um you just want to be 
uh, presentable on social media. And what I say to my, what my family says to me and what I say to my family is if you're not comfortable with your like grandparents seeing what you're posting, don't post it. Like if you're not comfortable with your parents seeing what you're posting, don't post it. And so that's kind of something that I use to, uh, dictate if, if something I'm posting is okay to post or if it's not. And for other people, like social media is an outlet to not have to be perfect and you can post whatever you want. But I feel like for people that are trying to market off of that, um, it's definitely important to post certain things and to use that as a platform for like a job and for money and for opportunities, um, like there's so much money within social media nowadays. Um, and you're, you're basically making money off of viewers. So like, um, you want people to like what you're, what you're putting out because the more people, the more people like it, the more people will view it and the more you will, profit off of that and so you want to be presentable to the crowd to the population and whatever you whatever you're good at uh, like market off of that and that's like there's a lot of things that are bad about social media and a lot of people talk down on social media which is true like there's some things that are really negative about social media but there's so many opportunities for not only athletes, but just young people in general within social media. And it's so crazy because like there's deals and sponsorships that are going around nowadays. And if you're not a content creator, like what are you doing? Like that's kind of how society is now. Like everyone wants to be on YouTube. Everyone wants to have a channel and everyone wants to make media for other people because it's such, I don't want to say it's such an easy, um, like a, such an easy, uh, platform to get, to get big off of because getting big off of social media is probably one of the hardest things to do because of your, your, um, success is in the hands of, like I said, the viewer, your, your success is in the hands of other people, in the hands of people you don't even know. And so being able to make content that is good enough for people to enjoy is super important. So you're kind of like living and dying off of someone else's, um, like someone else's idea of your creation. And so that's super tough. But once you become a huge creator within social media, like, it's just big and you can do that for a long time. There's some people that are have amazing opportunities on like their actors and actresses just off of social media, just off of making content that people enjoy. And um, I think that's so amazing and how um, people have these opportunities and how they're kind of making it so appealing that other people want to to um join in on that fun like I've seen so many different new youtubers that it's so crazy uh how many people are joining and how many people are making podcasts now because podcasts are super big um within society now because this is kind of the new form of like reading 
or the new form of YouTube, but you're, you don't have to watch it. And so I think that's super cool. Um, because, um, podcasts have been around for a while, but I don't think people really invested time in listening to them because YouTube was really big, but now this is kind of coming back in. And so I think that's so cool. Um, but I got into social media when I was extremely young. So, um, when I was, I don't know when exactly I got social media, but I was pretty young. I was, I did, I watched YouTube and I watched, um, TV and stuff like that. Um, but I didn't really have Instagram or like, you know, Snapchat and, uh, TikTok. TikTok wasn't really big. It was musically, um, back then, but I had like social media, different forms of social media. Um, my parents allowed me to, uh, explore that when I was younger. And I think that's super amazing that my parents allowed me to do that. Um, but a part of me kind of wishes that I was kind of closed off to that sometimes because of the amount of exposure that you have when you, um, have access to social media. My parents did an amazing job with, um, with, you know, drawing lines and having restrictions with me and my sister, like I had restrictions on my iPad to where I couldn't watch certain things, which, which is amazing because it, it allowed me to be able to explore this new phenomenon within America and within just the world period, but also like still be a child and still, you know, have that innocence and so I feel like nowadays like a lot of kids are exposed to social media and there's no restriction like they're exposed to things that shouldn't be you know known about until later ages but like social media is so open and so like broad that like you can find anything on social media nowadays and it's super tough to to like pull your kid away from all of that stuff because it's so in your face now um, with social media, but I think I got my, like, an Instagram page when I was in maybe middle school, maybe, like, sixth grade, I got my first Instagram page, um, and I used Instagram for a while, and it was before, it was when Musical.ly was a thing, so I was into Musical.ly and YouTube and stuff like that, um, but I never really created anything, I just watched other people, um, like I watched kids play with toys and stuff like that, stuff that kids do now. Uh, I did that when I was younger. I had an iPad and I would watch stuff like that. And then the older I got, I got into like creating stuff on social media. So I had an Instagram page and I would like post pictures and stuff. Um, I got Twitter later on. Twitter's not really in my generation, I think. Twitter's kind of like a like a Gen Z thing. I'm not sure, but I never really was in Twitter, but, um, basketball resides on Twitter. Like, I feel like that's a huge part of basketball. Uh, females basketball, it like women's basketball is mainly on Twitter. Um, and so like coaches will follow you on Twitter and see your information on Twitter. And so I had to get a Twitter account. Um, so I got a Twitter account and I, I never really was a big fan of Twitter. So it was kind of like a business thing. And so I just had to build my brand on all like platforms. Um, and I always saw my friends posting things like on social media that 
I just thought was so crazy because I didn't have that. Uh, like I wasn't able to post a lot of the things that I saw my friends posting. Um, and it was definitely a blessing, but at the time I didn't know how blessed I was to not be able to post that on social media. Like, um, I thought it was like so terrible that I couldn't do certain things, but now that I'm, now that I'm older and I can see, um, kind of like the cause and effect of things like I'm super grateful that my parents restricted me from certain things and uh stopped me from like posting certain things because there's a lot of like like I said there's there's pros to social media but there's there's a lot of cons and you have to uh, maneuver it a certain way to be able to um enjoy social media but also like not allow it to change your life because it can really affect uh your life um like there was a point in time where I had a lot of issues internally like um like insecurities uh from social media because when you go to school like there's there's a lot of different people that you go to school with if if you're in school um like there's a lot of different people and you see different people and you're like, oh, I like this. I like that. But nowadays and I think older like parents don't can't really understand this to the full extent. Um, uh, but nowadays it's like school and it's like, wow, this girl's like looks older than me. Like and we're in the same grade. She looks a lot older. She looks a lot more mature. It's like that but on a larger scale because it's times like it's your school times the whole entire world. Like now it's not just the people you see around you. It's the people in like, it's millions and millions of people on social media. It's people from all over the place. And you see that, but it's not only you, it's not only you just seeing them. Like you see girls at school and it's like, wow, she's gorgeous. It's not like that. It's even worse it's it's them plus the whole entire world but then on top of that it's perfected like reality versus the fake social media is crazy and it's like it's not reality it's it's extremely fake and edited and corrected and everything like that but you're not told that and so you see um excuse me those people on social media and you see them being so perfect and so flawless and you forget that like this took editing and this took correcting and this took time and this took patience to see like out of this many pictures these are the perfect ones and you you forget that like the world isn't like this but just because you see that all the time on social media it kind of becomes that like social media becomes um reality because um like you don't see that many people on a daily basis you don't see all of those people you see on Instagram all the time and so if if you see social media and not the real world especially during COVID and how everyone had to quarantine people invested so much time into TikTok that's when TikTok blew up because it was like the new reality it was the new um daily like thing this was like this was like um, the new version of going out the house and meeting people. Like uh, I watched TikTok for hours and hours and hours on my 
during my free time because I didn't see people. Like this was my version of seeing people and looking at a screen, it looks fake and it looks perfect, but it's not really like that. And so it became reality. And now it's just insane. The amount of, uh, misconceptions come with social media, um, and lies people are being told and believing, like people are believing these lies. And I don't blame them because that's what social media is trying to do. Like for social media to be successful, um, you need to do that. Like that's their goal. Their goal is for you to be addicted to their app. Their their goal is for you to not want to get off the app. And if you're doing that, then they're winning. And so they're going to make upgrades and they're going to make updates and they're going to change their um, platform for the viewer to, to not stop scrolling, to not stop uh, watching, to not stop investing time in the app. Because like within social media, and I think people don't really understand it but like within social media time is money like it's not like when you're scrolling down Instagram you're giving the person you're looking like the picture you're looking at money no you're clicking it you're clicking on that video and watching it or you're liking that video or you're commenting on that video and that time you spent is the money they're making like that view and that that like hour you spent watching that video or that two hours you spent scrolling on TikTok, that is the money they're making. Like that time is that money that they're uh, making within that platform. And, and it's so crazy how like the addiction is the profit. So like the fact that you're scrolling and the fact that you're addicted to it and the fact that you can't stop is what's making them money. And so that's going to push them to continue to do that. That's going to make them want you to be more addicted to that app. And so they're going to make different things that will keep you on that app. Whether that be like through things like new colors or new uh, filters or new sounds that people are into, like those things create more, um, more, action on that app and more action equals more addictivity addict addict addictive addictivity is that a word I don't know but that just makes you um watch more and that makes you stay on that more and that makes you swipe longer and that equals profit and so things like that are what they win off of like that's winning having people stay on there is winning and so um people are investing so much time in these uh social media platforms but like they're not really hoping for like your happiness or they're not really hoping for like you to be anything but addicted to their app because that's that's how they're winning and so people forget that and people don't understand that like yeah you're getting addicted to Instagram because like people 
people are go to college. People don't go to college and people work. Like this is people's job is to make that app more addictive. So don't think that like you being addicted to it is some foreign thing. Like that's normal because that's their goal. Like that's what they want to happen. People study humans and and what they like within social media and that that goes into these platforms and like I'm not saying that I don't invest so much time in social media because when I say TikTok is my favorite app ever like I sit on TikTok for hours podcast is one of my favorite apps um because I'll listen to podcasts all night and all like car rides and podcasts are amazing TikToks in the couch is amazing like I'll stay up all night and watch TikTok and I know that about myself and I, I I can't stop it because of how much I've how much time I've invested in the app. Um and that's just kind of those are some of the few uh cons. Like I said earlier, like um insecurities and, and knowing that you're amazing and knowing that uh social media is fake, that's tough and that's something I had to get over, but it took years because um like I knew that social media was a facade, but I I couldn't comprehend it to the uh to the extent of like like I'm good enough, and so that was tough. But I think that's a part of growing up and and being a young teenager in this society, um, because it's tougher now. Like I, I talk to um parents a lot. Like sometimes I'll talk to older people, like people's parents or um just role models in my life and like they don't really understand the troubles that we have now and I love to tell people and recommend to people like get counselors because to be able to live in this world now like you need someone to talk to you need to be able to express how you feel about different things rather it be just talking about what you ate or like how you feel about your body to like your relationships and and building relationships and having relationships like everything is enough to talk about like everything is worth time to talk about and you need to be able to give every topic and every issue and every problem in your life time to breathe and time to uh be talked about like I feel like people will um look down on like a certain topic or be like oh that's not worth like time and energy to talk about but I just don't agree like I feel like everything every issue every thought needs its own time to breathe needs its own time to be um on the platform and and thought about and talked about and thoroughly examined because like Issues can pile up and become something that is worse if you don't let it have its own time to breathe. And so I think that's super um, important. Get a counselor. And I say that in a lot of my podcasts, like have someone to talk to that's not in your circle, like that's not your friend, that's not your parents, that's not your cousin. And I think it's super important to talk to those people and your family and your siblings about things. But having someone that doesn't, that knows you, but doesn't know you, but then like, their their job is to talk to you and they're qualified to give you advice and they like some of them can just listen and that and that's enough um because like they they'll guarantee that they won't talk to anyone about like your information 
Um, and so like, you just have like a journal, but a person like, and, and they can speak back to you and give you advice, um, moving forward. And so, uh, I've always thought that counselors and therapists were so amazing. Um, but yeah, uh, another thing I wanted to talk about is online friends and, um, how social media has created a new, like, um, like just world within socialization and, and friendship and uh just like meeting people. Uh like I know people off of social media that I met off social media and that I met in person and I loved and enjoyed their personality and we became friends. Like I feel like in the past you meet people at school and those are all the people you know. But now it's like broad and like you're like you're, so say you're in this little town in wherever, in Georgia, and all you know is these people in this town because those are all the people you're around. You don't go out and explore. But now you are open to the whole world. Like you can meet someone in Spain like in like a quick second on social media, it's like they're like down the street and you can talk to them whenever you can face on them whenever because of the the opportunities and the doors that were open through social media. And so that's definitely dangerous. But I think like socializing is different now, um, but it brings things like anxiety, social anxiety, because people are are not talking to people like we used to we're we're texting and we're FaceTime and we're calling we're not meeting people in like in person it's just different now and and if you don't uh like learn it and if you don't thrive in that um if you don't thrive in that like atmosphere then it's just like different for you because some people do amazing with that and some people thrive and love that but others like do not enjoy that and and it's not beneficial for them but um like definitely figuring out how to profit off of that how to make connections off of that um how to get like be greater after that um is really important uh but yeah online friends is is definitely dangerous um but it's something that that is beneficial in a in a way of like um creating a platform and and becoming a person like becoming influential within society um but like as if if I was a parent in today's society, I would just be so nervous and knowing that like future years is it's always gonna it's just gonna get worse and worse, and I'm gonna be a parent. Um, and not soon, I mean, but like in years, like 10, 15 years, I'm going to end up deciding to have children and it's going to be 10, 15 times worse than what it is now. Cause technology always grows. Technology always, um, moves forward and gets better and better and never moves backward. And so like, um, just the knowing that like, like how it is now and how tough it is now is going to be nothing compared to the issues and and the concerns that people are going to have when they have kids in years to come 
because it's not going to do anything but get tougher and tougher and more addictive and more addictive because that's that's just how you win and so you get you get better and better at this uh thing because that's just the game and so if you don't play the game then you're just kicked off and you're just on your own um like I remember when I was in middle school if you didn't have social media you just weren't cool and like kids were promoting apps that like they didn't even know like they didn't even get anything from doing it they just promoted these apps because of like the addictiveness and like the the love they had for it because they were on it all the time like if you didn't have instagram you weren't cool if you didn't have snapchat you weren't cool um nowadays i feel like i'm more mostly on instagram so i'm probably on instagram and, and tiktok the most uh, I go on Snapchat every once in a while. I'm not really a big Twitter fan. Facebook, no. A YouTube, YouTube. I I go on every once in a while if I need to find something. Uh, but it's not as bad as I it was when I was younger. Like I used to be a YouTube like connoisseur. I loved YouTube. Um, but I've gotten I've moved past that. Uh, but yeah, just basically knowing that social media is fake and social media is addictive on purpose is super important. And I, and I think in the past two years, I've, I've gotten to the point, like during quarantine, I've gotten to the point where I understand that and I accept that and I know how to deal with those things. Um, but in the past, it was just super tough to get to the point where I was like, like I never really understood that and I always feel for it uh but just being able to play that play that game and uh just buy into what they're trying to do and you'll be able to um just thrive off of that um and and make a profit off of that um but yeah with that being said that's the end of this episode um I hope you have a good rest of the, your day and thanks for listening bye